A lot of times we look at art, dance, movies as things that come into the world because of creativity. But what if I told you that BTS, Squid Game, Korean Beauty, Mukbang, Gangnam Style, K-dramas and even the movie Parasite were all part of an intentional plan by the Korean government for them to get a powerful position in the world. And it is all one thing. Hallyu. My name is Frisia and this is WAC, a podcast where no topic is off bounds. And if you have seen, consumed, fan followed any of the things that I just spoke about, then you have been hit by Korea's cultural weapon. So to understand what a cultural weapon is, we must look at the biggest wielder of this soft power, the USA. Over decades, while the CIA was toppling democracies and installing dictators, or even selling arms to both sides of a war that they instigated, or brazenly occupying countries that they had no business to be in, America had convinced most of the world's population that they were a force of good. While Superman saved the world, he stood for truth, justice, and the American way. Every kid wanted a friend circle like the one that Archie, Betty, and Veronica had. From Russia to South Africa, they had youngsters listening to American music while wearing Michael Jordan jerseys and drinking Coca-Cola. Hollywood had most of the planet wishing that they were all a little American. Other countries also regularly tried to export their culture because it's a form of diplomacy that, while not being obvious, is far-reaching. Who doesn't love Japanese animation or British humor? Or, in the case of India, our love for all things colorful and our way of celebrating life. Raj Kapoor, Mithun, Rajnikanth, they were India's brand ambassadors long before most of us were born, or at least in our teens. But somewhere along the way, our music, art, and cinema has stopped impressing the world like it used to. Yes, Shah Rukh Khan's cutout is there on Mount Titulus, and Tunak Tunak Tun is still being used in TikTok videos. But hey, these are more than 20 years old. All of these examples were organic flukes, and they were not any deliberate efforts that were done by the government. Besides art and culture, India has a treasure trove in health, well-being and spirituality that I feel we should be doing more with. And it is these thoughts that made me make this episode and put the spotlight on South Korea. South Korea is one of the only countries in the world that has a dedicated goal to become the world's leading exporter of popular culture. It is a way for Korea to develop its soft power. So let's understand what soft power really means. Soft power in politics, especially international politics, is a power that a country wields through its image rather than its hard force, meaning its military. So in other words, soft power involves shaping the preferences of others through appeal and attraction. And for Korea, that appeal and attraction comes in the form of Big Bang, Super Junior, Psy, Girls' Generation, Korean video games, K-dramas, K-pop, and so much more. The Ministry of Culture of South Korea has a $500 million budget 
to spend in the promotion, in the research and development of its various entertainment industries, aka soft power. So when you look at the soft power index of 2021, the ranking shows Korea at number 11. The US today has been placed as the fastest falling nation, coming down to the sixth place. India today has ranked at 36 and it has fallen nine places from last year. But all of this considered, let me tell you how a nation that got its independence in 1945 has managed to make its way to becoming a huge soft power. Hallyu is a Chinese term, and literally when it's translated, it means Korean wave. It basically refers to the tsunami of entertainment that South Korea is unleashing onto the world. In January 2021, there were 100 million Hallyu fans, which I am sure has grown even today. This move by the government is contributing to almost $12.3 billion to Korea's economy, out of which, no surprises, BTS alone contributes close to $5 billion. That's almost half. In 1965, Korea's GDP was less than that of Ghana. And today, Korea is in the top 10 GDPs of the world. And we need to understand that all this Korea boo it's basically a, a term for hardcore fans of all things Korea. It's not just some random coincidence. It's all part of a plan. After getting independence from Japan on 15th of August 1945, Korea's economy saw a plunge. And by the 60s till 2010, the economy had increased 25%. Now, when you compare that to the rough 4-6% to 6 increase that countries like China, Japan and America saw during that same time period, 25% is a lot. Korea is already known for its manufacturing and its exports. Companies like Hyundai, Kia, Samsung, LG, they're all global players. But they also have another kind of export that they are focusing on heavily. BTS generates close to $5 billion a year and $1.62 billion as added value per year. According to Statistica's analysis of 2018, BTS's contribution to South Korea's GDP is almost comparable with Korean Air. The Hyundai Research Institute stated that one in every 13 tourists that visited South Korea was only because of BTS. When they addressed the U.S. General Assembly this year, the president of South Korea called them as a special presidential envoy for future generations and cultures. This makes you understand how important they are to the Korean government. And more recently, it will be interesting to see the kind of Korea boo that Squid Game kicks off. So think about it. Korea is not even in the top 10 of the world's most spoken languages. And yet people are feeding so much of their culture, making their success even more astonishing. But the Hallyu craze has not gone down well in some parts of the world. Big brother Kim Jong-un calls it a cultural weapon, and they refer to it as Nampung, which basically means southern wind. 
Recently, there was even a hullabaloo in Pakistan because BTS fans had put up a hoarding wishing band member John Gook a happy birthday. Officials had it immediately put down, saying that there are young people in this city and that this group has a negative influence on them because it encourages them to behave in wrong activities and that they promote homosexuality. Even China has put a ban on K-pop. Recently, 22 BTS accounts were suspended, citing that the painting of an aeroplane was irrational star-chasing behavior. And they banned broadcasts by vulgar internet celebrities and feminine-looking men because they believe that these people do not promote the values that the country wants to promote. But the truth is, love it or not, you cannot ignore it. Haters will always point a finger. India has so much to offer as a soft power. From Ayurveda to wellness to meditation to even cutting-edge medical and surgical capabilities, these are areas that lack recognition on a global scale. Our country truly has a lot to offer. And I would love to hear what you think we should be doing more as a soft power. What do you think we should be promoting so that we can increase our global standing when it comes to us being a soft power as well? Let me know on any of my social media handles. There's Facebook, Twitter, as well as Instagram, and you can find all those links in the description below. Once again, if you would like to see the video version of this podcast, you can always catch it on YouTube. I'll catch you again very soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.